0: This is Gilbert Andrew Garcia. Listen to my radio show, A Tip from Gilbert. Talk, inspiration, and prayer every Monday from 11 a.m. till noon on Houston's Gospel Leader, KWWJ. 1360 AM and streaming live on KWWJ.org. Listen on the legendary KYOK 1140 AM and streaming live on KYOKRadio.org. KCOH 1230 AM, The Source. On San Geek Radio 95.1 FM, 1460 AM. And Aliento Radio 101.7 FM and 1540 AM. Call in at 832 570 and follow me on social media. See you then. Houston. Here we are. We're back with another episode of A Tip from Gilbert Talk Inspiration and Prayer. This is going to be an interesting episode and I'll tell you why in a moment. But first, in the spirit of its holidays and I'm trying to play some holiday music but today will be a little bit different. It's a wonderful inspiring Christmas song by Whitney Houston called One Wish and she talks a lot about if there was no present no Santa you know what would I wish for if there if frosty was melting And then she says, I would pray for hope and unity on Christmas Day. And then she talks a little bit about if I had one wish for Christmas this year, we would all come together as one. And it's just an incredible, incredible song. I'll play it in its entirety at the very end. And she mentions that if Rudolph and his reindeer ran into delays... I'd still hope for joy this season. And if somehow Santa got lost on his way, I would try to find a way to smile on Christmas Day. What a beautiful, beautiful thought when you think about people of humanity that just talk about goodness and, you know, brotherhood and love. And what better way to celebrate that? love and brotherhood and humanity than having Miss Teresa Brewer here of the Black Heritage Society. Miss Brewer, how are you?
1: Just wonderful.
0: Yeah, you were here with our guest last year and I wanted to bring you back because can you believe it's been a year already?
1: No, I really
0: can't. I mean, what happened? And how come you look the same? You look great. You know, you just got that beautiful smile and you're all dressed up and here I am. I'm heavier. I have less hair and I don't know what's happening to me, but you look great. I think you look the same. Will we? Yes. Well, I guess I guess I looked this bad last year. <laughs> I guess I looked heavy and with no hair last year. But I appreciate what you're saying, Ms. Brewer. So, you know, if, in case you don't remember Houston, the Black Heritage Society, in addition to all the other things that they do, they are the original sponsors of the original, and they're going to be celebrating their 45th annual martin luther king jr parade and festival in downtown houston right here hopefully you can see that if you can not i'm putting it up closer and i was the uh, one of the co-grand marshals last year with uh claude cummins jr who of course is amazing we'll talk about him uh later and al kashani and then our grand marshal of course was from nasa and You know, tell us who are going to be all the guests at Grand Marshals and all those things this year.
1: Great. We're looking forward to it. So this year we're really excited and we're cranking things up. Just letting you know, we do have um, Reverend Dr. Derek King, which is the the nephew of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. He is one of the co-grand marshals. Oh, how wonderful. And also our co-grand marshal, Dr. Camille Cash. She is a plastic surgeon here in the Houston area. Oh, how wonderful. Yes. And the last, we want to give a great tribute to our co-grand marshal the late john w bland so these are our co-grand marshals how
0: wonderful sounds like a really great lineup i will say that i knew john bland personally and he was the head of the transport workers union uh nationally and was the leader here locally and when i was chairman of metro from 2010 to 2016 i remember people saying when i came in that oh john bland he's you know Uh, You're going to have difficulty working with the county, the multi-cities, the labor. Was it true? John Bland was a gentleman. He was a real civil rights icon uh, leading uh, marches and things here in the Houston area and really fighting for civil rights and other people's rights. Um, And I did not know that at the time. At the time, I just knew him as the great labor leader, but I didn't realize what he really meant to this community. He's such a great choice. And Horace Mars, who I knew real well, was the head of the local and was his protege. So John Bland was like Obi-Wan Kenobi, And Horace was like, or maybe I was like young Luke. I think I was young Luke. But I think he is such a great choice. And I think he's smiling down from heaven right now because he's probably pretty excited about it. But what a great choice. Yes. Well, you know what? You already are so popular. We have three, we know, we have two callers already ready before I even get going on the show. So let's go. Is there a Don on the show?
2: Don. Yes. yes, good morning, Mr. River, uh, Gilbert. How are you?
0: I'm doing well, Don. How are you? You have me, Gilbert Garcia, talk inspiration and prayer with Ms. Teresa Brewer of the Black Heritage Society. But what do you have for either one of us?
2: Good morning, good morning. Good morning. Uh, well, this morning i just like to call in to wish everybody a happy, I'm, I'm sorry, a, a great day and stay warm. And also i like to remind and invite all the kids in the area. In the Southwest, zip code 77031 to join us on December 24th uh, at 10 in the morning. Uh, there's a mass at a uh, Hispanic church uh, location at 8650 Gustin Lane. And after the mass, around 12 p.m. ish, we're going to have a 105 gifts to pass out to our children. Oh, how wonderful! So, Don, let's go through that again because I think that is wonderful.
0: So, you've got Mass on—is it eighty-six fifty? Did you say Gustin?
2: Uh, eighty-six fifty, Gustin Lane.
0: Gustin. Yes, sir. Gustin Lane. Excuse me, and it's at ten o'clock. What's the name of the church? Uh,
2: I don't get. I didn't get the name of the church. No worries. Um, no worries.
0: But it's eighty-six fifty, Gustin Lane, at ten o'clock. And on December 24th, which, of course, is Christmas Eve. And then at noon, you're going to be giving out gifts to kids.
2: Yes, sir. Right after the Mass, we're going to line the kids up and pass out 175 gifts to uh, to the kids.
0: That is so wonderful.
2: I congratulate you, sir. How long have you been doing things in the community? Um, I've been doing this for seven years. And uh, yesterday was my seventh annual Christmas toy drive at a Vietnamese Catholic church, Our Lady of Lava, in in North Houston.
0: How wonderful. Well, you know what? You're one of those angels, right? You know, there's, there's so many... I think the uh, President Bush called him a thousand points of light. I'm not so sure I appreciated it when he mentioned that, but now I get it. And, you know, I think you're one of those angels out there that helps people and that is super, super cool and what we need, especially in these times, right, Miss Brewer? You know, these are some strange times. Imagine for kids, you know, they don't know if they can go to school, they can't go to school. They have shields, they have masks. They don't have shields, they don't have masks. And then they, they see things on TV with kids getting all this violence in school. And, you know, think how kids, how they're growing up today. You know, they're worried about what books they can read or they can't read or what they can study or they can't study. So I think when we have people like you, on that um you know just sort of bring us back to the humane and humanity of taking care of others that is so refreshing so what Absolutely. do you want to say to I, I want to give you the last word i don't want to talk You talk. give us the last word why are you doing this and what do you want to say to houston
2: well because uh originally i came from vietnam is a third world country i came from a poor poor family so i believe uh, to give it back to the community because I have my opportunity to become a police officer, uh, which I love to be, to serve this community. So I would like to call in, uh, and I believe this is a time to give it back to the community. i like to wish everyone a safe holiday. Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year.
0: Don, you are a gentleman. Before you go, so my wife, I mean, excuse me, my close friend, who's one of my partners, is named Ruby Munoz, and her last name now is Dang. She married one of the Vietnamese who's really escaped from Vietnam back in the 70s, and he put himself through law school and all those things, and the Vietnamese community helped them through all of that, and I just salute all of our Vietnamese here in Houston because what a wonderful community and how they support each other. It is just really beautiful. So Mr. Don, you're a good, good man and a human being and we thank you for being on the show.
2: Thank you, sir. you have a blessed day.
0: Yes, sir. So, okay, so if you d- didn't get that again, December 24th on 8650 Gaston Lane. Uh, 10 o'clock mass, followed by 175 gifts for children there at noon. We have another caller already, though. So let me see, is there an Ivan on the line? Hello, Ivan. Ivan. Hello.
1: Stephanie. Is
0: there a Stephanie on the line? Hello. Hello. I may have lost both Ivan. Ivan, if you're hearing me, call again. If there's a Stephanie, Stephanie, you on? It's Ivan. Ivan, are you there? Mr. Ivan. Mr. Gilbert, good morning. Is this Ivan, Ivan,
3: man with the plans, Ivan? The man with the plans. You're the myth, the man, the legend yourself, though. <laughs> man,
0: for, for everyone who, who uh, knows him, I, and I know a lot of you do, Ivan Sanchez is the head of the Millennials. And I, I Ms., Ms. Brewer, they say that I'm the oldest millennial in Houston. Did you know that? He earned the (laughs)
3: the honorable title of being (laughs) a millennial. I'm the (laughs) oldest millennial.
0: Uh, I'm not sure what a millennial is, but I'll tell you what a millennial is in my heart. It's someone that really cares about this community, that really has all these beautiful, bright ideas and wants to make the community better. That's what millennials are to me. And there's so many, and I'm so glad, Ivan, that you're organizing them, educating them. It's not just, you know, when people have this image, they think, oh, young people, they're probably just, you know, want to have fun. Uh, But you know what? It's not. I've been to many of Ivan and millennial events and there's many that talk about entrepreneurship with successful young entrepreneurs. I've seen some on healthcare with different healthcare providers sort of trying to attract and sign up young people in different programs. Uh, I really think it's pretty amazing. Ivan, I'm going to give you on the floor there though. Tell us what's going on with the millennials. What are y'all doing this holiday season and what's happening with you?
3: Well, first, uh, thank you Gilbert for doing, uh, this amazing podcast and, uh, you can count of the Houston millennials to roll deep to the MLK original parade. Yeah, yeah, up. yeah.
0: Good, good. You got Miss Brewer on the line. That just You should see the smile
3: on her face now. But, of no, that's course. super good. Super uh, good. I love those parades. You know, I i haven't missed one. I uh, When I worked under the leadership of Congresswoman Sheila Jackson Lee, that's how I got involved in this original parade. Never missed one. When I was a former candidate, they invited me, and I'm just so honored that they would reach out, even to a young minority, and they would believe in the vision and, and to be amongst so many powerful people. I always want to thank uh, Ms. Teresa for doing this, uh, for coming on this show, uh, and putting us on on the light, uh, Gilbert. So I'm sure you're going to attend, right? Oh, heck yeah. I'm going to get a float for uh, the firm. Uh, I think it'd be fun for us. It's something for us to do
0: together, you know, uh, because, number one, to honor Dr. King, and we're going to play his speech, I Have a Dream speech, because wow. I don't think many people really heard it in its entirety in some time, and when yeah. you hear it in its entirety, it really touches you, and I also am going to talk a little bit about... Um, What's happening today? What an interesting contrast when you think of this violence of the 60s and so forth that really brought Dr. King and his goodness and love forward. You know, here we had on January the 6th, not that long ago, people trying to storm the Capitol. And, of course, today we're going to find out whatever this committee has, uh, what they're going to be recommending about President Trump and some of the players. And I'm not making a political statement, but uh, this is history. And I think we should all sort of b- just pay attention because it's happening around us every day. But go ahead, Ivan. I don't want to jump in front of you.
3: No, it's definitely, that's definitely a nail-biting situation. And we'll see because history is being made today. Uh, history is being made uh, as we even speak about all these things that are happening, including the marvelous MLK parade uh, that's coming up. No, but Gilbert, um, Houston Millennials, you know, it started just with networking. It's just... Young professionals again. When I worked with the congresswoman, I surrounded myself with so many um, not lazy and entitled. They completely reverse of what the media was saying. I was I was just running into all these professionals, and so we started creating networking events. And now it's grown to at least five hundred to one thousand two hundred uh, Houston millennial members come out to network. But now it's evolved to a nationally awarded organization that we promote millennials into positions of power in the public, private, and nonprofit sector. And so we do this, Gilbert and Teresa, through seven standing committees, 36 annual events, 9,200 members. So this year in 2023, we're planning roses for janitors for Valentine's Day. We're going to buy more than 4,000 roses. We're going to put a special messages, thank you messages to each rose. We're going to go around the community and hand it out to the janitors. We're also having job fairs. For young entrepreneurs, it doesn't have to be, you know, from from young entrepreneurs all the way to people that are seasoned and out of luck. Career fairs, health fairs, uh, women empowerment events, health and fitness, even politics events, right? Because we need to educate. As young people need to be educated about who, not only Democrat or Republican, but what issues each candidate brings. So we're gonna have debates. We're gonna have. Uh, young people running for office, so it's going to be a very exciting year, and I can't wait to team up with you and the MLK Parade. Uh, to keep the city at the very top, I'm ready. I'm ex- I'm ready. To take the hill. Just tell me. Just I'm ready. And you know when you were going
0: through your numbers of a thousand here, two thousand, here, I was in my mind. I was just starting to count. You know, five golden rings, four calling birds, three French heads, two turtles, and a partridge in a pear tree. I just started to count down. I'm ready. No, no. I I want to know something, and uh, not to put you on the spot, but you know, I just want to put you on the spot. So um, there's a rumor out there that you might be running for office. I don't know if it's true. But whatever the Lord has in store for you, I know it's going to be good.
3: When you're ready to talk about it, you let us know. I'm just going to say this, uh, Gilbert, as a very efficient businessman that I've become over the past five, six years, understanding what is to create a job uh, and pay these taxes, and coming from... A persona that has been exposed to the circles of uh, Jackson Lee, Jolanda Jones, uh, Mayor Sylvester Turner, I've turned into a public servant. So I'll just leave it like this. The announcement will be extremely soon that we're going to get into very good trouble. How about that?
0: I love it. I love it, Ivan. Mean, and I want you on the show, and we can talk about it. And at the end of the day, you'd be a great pu- – you. well, you are a great public servant, but you would be a, an even better one uh, if you had the opportunity to even rise higher. And you know what, my friend? As they always say in the millennial
3: world, I'll see you at the top. See you at the very top. Thank you so much, Gilbert. Thank you, Teresa, for the time. Uh, thank you, Daisy, and to all the producers – I will see you at 2023 and at the very top.
0: Thank you, my friend. I love that saying they have. I'll see you at the top. Uh, It's just very optimistic, and that's what it's all about. So what I was referring to earlier, Houston, I'm just going to read it here from CNN. It says here that the House Select Committee investigating January 6, 2021, is expected to announce it will refer at least three criminal charges against former President Donald Trump to the Justice Department, including insurrection, obstruction of an official proceeding, and conspiracy to defraud the federal government, according to a source familiar with the matter. It's always funny when they say, according to the source familiar with the matter, that must be someone on the committee. Um, it could include charges proposed for Trump, according to the source. Source, uh, Recommendations will be presented at a committee meeting on Monday, which is today, And the final report will provide justification from the panel's investigation for recommending the charges. And I remember growing up during the age of Watergate, and frankly, I was young. I probably was, uh, I don't know, maybe eight or nine years old. And all I knew is I saw it on TV, and because I didn't know any better, I would change the channels. Oh, It's Watergate. And I would change the channel because I didn't understand. Well, now I get with my kids and I kind of go through this stuff with them because I want them to understand the importance of this, regardless of what the outcome is, just what the importance of this history is around us. It's important for them to understand. And it comes full circle when you think about, Ms. Brewer, all the things that Dr. King talked about, fought for, whether it was civil rights, voting rights, rights for janitors to just have a better living and a working wage, all those things— it seems amazing that we're like kind of going backwards, right? Do you ever wonder with yourself, say, you know, what would Dr. King say today? I think he'd say, everybody get off your rear end and let's go out and, you know, and let's protest. Let's make some noise. And, you know, that's what I think he would say. What, what do you think? Do you ever think, uh, reflect on that? What would Dr. King be saying today?
1: You know, that's, that's a good question, and often I do reflect on that. But we have such wonderful people like yourself that keep moving forward. You've done a lot for unity, and you know for all races, for all people, and that's what's important. We must keep moving forward, and I just want to say, uh, just like our Grand Marshal, which is going to be Mayor Sylvester Turner, he's provided a lot of unity in in these climate. You know, we had the um, the COVID, the the natural disaster. And, oh, Hurricane Harvey. And still we press forward through it all. So we just got to keep moving forward. And just like he's our uh, grand marshal for the 45th uh, parade, just like you were our co-grand marshal. You've done a lot in the community, especially at Metro, helping us with the movement of the tree. It's all of us working together.
0: That's right. To
1: keep moving forward.
0: We're going to talk about the tree, because that was a very important point. And of course, the one who really brought it to my attention was really uh, one of the original founders of everything around here. We're going to talk about him, because he was such a great guy. Uh, And I knew him. Uh, But before we do that, we have another caller. Is there a Miss Stephanie on the line?
4: Yes, there is. Hello, Gilbert. Stephanie, what you got for us? Hi. Oh, I was just excited to call in today. I knew that Miss Teresa Brewer was going to be on the, on the show, and I just want to uh, reach out and just congratulate her on all the great things that she does in the community. I had the opportunity to be in the parade last year, and it was fabulous. Uh, you know, right after COVID, all the families out, the, the energy of the crowd. It was great, great fun, and I look forward to participating again this, uh, next year
0: oh how great miss stephanie that is really great yeah being in a parade I think everyone likes a parade. I mean, you know, who, who cannot like a parade? Uh, when you see the young people, especially the high school bands, I love the high school bands, and the floats and all the cool floats, and it brings people together when they rally around their float. And I love to see the floats. So that's great, Stephanie. I uh, I really appreciate that. I think it'll be so much fun. I had never been in a parade before till last year. Now, I've seen many parades. I've been one of those people on the side with a flag, you know, waving for the parade. I've done that many times, especially when I was little in Corpus Christi, we had Buccaneer Day Parade. I remember that vividly. But I, uh, oh, when I lived in New York, which I did for a little over five years, I could never make the uh, Thanksgiving Day Parade because it was always too cold. I always said to myself, I'm going to make the Thanksgiving Day Parade this year. And I was always ready. And then I would open up my apartment door and then whoosh, the cold air would come in. I'm like, you know what? I'll just watch it on TV because it was, I mean, it was just freezing cold. But, uh, no, I think it's going to be great. Ms. Stephanie, I'm going to give you the last word. What do you want to say to Houston about this parade?
4: I just think that it's a wonderful day to celebrate all the, the great things that uh, Martin Luther King Jr. did and all of the advancements that we've made in the communities over the years, but knowing that there's still work to be done. So uh, again, I'm excited to participate again, uh, looking forward to seeing everyone out there. And again, thank you, uh, Miss Teresa Brewer, for everything that you do.
0: Wonderful. Thank you, Miss Stephanie. You know what, uh, let's give uh, studio audience. let's give her a round of applause for that.
4: No, no, we're, we're applauding you. We're applauding
1: you, uh,
0: but uh, we can applaud Stephanie too, but no, we're <laughs> applauding you. Um, I wanna tee up this uh, song by Tom Clay, and I remember when I was a boy and I first heard it, and it had such a uh, profound impact on me. And I have an original 45. And many of you in Houston don't even know what a 45 is. A 45 is a record about this big. And what the number means is how many revolutions it goes round per minute. Some of us remember the big albums. Those were 33 and a third. And in the days of our you know, grandparents a long time ago, it was 78. And it went around really fast. Um, a 33 is... A smaller one that only had one song and I had the Tom Clay version of this song and I'm gonna play it for you now because um, it, it really is a reflection on the 60s and it takes the sample it really invented sampling we didn't really know what sampling was but he essentially takes the words from the what the world needs now which is the old Burt Bachrock and he layered on some very um, interesting moments in history from JFK to Martin Luther King, to the Vietnam War, to Robert Kennedy, and I hope you enjoy it. It's coming on. I really mean it. (laughs) There we go. What is segregation?
5: I don't know what segregation is.
6: Uh, what is bigotry? I
5: don't know what bigotry is.
6: What does, uh, hatred mean?
5: I don't know what it is. Uh,
6: what is, uh, prejudice?
5: Um, I think it's when somebody's sick. Guys, and shot, boys!
7: Here. I can see many, many motorcycles coming by now, police motorcycles, just heard a call on the radio for all units along Industrial to pick up the motorcade, something has happened here, we understand there has been a shooting, The presidential car coming up now, we know it's the presidential car, you can see Mrs. Kennedy's pink suit, there's a secret Service man, spread eagle over the top of the car, we understand Governor and Mrs. Connelly are in the car with President and Mrs. Kennedy, we can't see who has been hit, if anybody's been hit, but apparently something is wrong here, something is terribly wrong, I'm in behind the motorcade to the notes as though they're going
8: to Parkland Hospital. We interrupt this program to bring you a special bulletin. Dallas, Texas. The flash, apparently official. President John F. Kennedy died at 1 p.m. Central
0: Standard Time. I get the chills every time I hear these clips. Here's the one on Dr. King. When he's a
5: lot of people,
7: but it seems good they die young. days ahead, but it really doesn't matter with me now, because I've been to the mountaintop. I don't mind. Like anybody, I would like to
6: live... No one can be certain who next will suffer from some senseless act of bloodshed. Anybody
5: here see my old friend Bobby? Can you tell
6: me where he's gone? Mayor Yordi has just sent me a message that we've been here too long already. So uh, my thanks to all of you and now it's on to Chicago and let's win there.
7: Senator Kennedy has been. Senator Kennedy has been shot. Is that possible? Oh my God. Senator Kennedy has been shot.
5: Rayford Johnson has a hold of a man who apparently has fired the shot. Get the
7: gun. Get the gun. Get the gun. Stay away from the gun. His hand is frozen. Take a hold of his thumb and break it if you have to.
6: Get his thumb. All right. That's it, Raper! Get it! Get the gun, Raper! Hold him! Hold him! We don't want another Oswald! Like it or not, we live in times of danger and uncertainty. That is the way he lived. That is what he leaves us. My brother need not be idealized or enlarged in death beyond what he was in life be remembered simply as a good and decent man. Who saw wrong and tried to right it, saw suffering and tried to heal it, saw war and tried to stop it. Those of us who loved him and who take him to his rest today, pray that what he was to us, what he wished for others, will someday come to pass for all the world. As he said many times, in many parts of this nation, those he touched and who sought to touch him, some men see things as they are and say, why? I dream things that never were and say, why not?
0: Oh, that just gets me every time, Miss Brewer. You can fade that down there, Mr. Producer, on the background as we continue to talk. You know, um... I mean, what do you? I mean, what do you say that you're just speechless when you hear those things in those times? And Dr. King, that speech, uh, we talked a lot about it last year. Excuse me if I look funny there on the on the um, social media because I feel like I have to sneeze. So please excuse me. I'm sure you know Howard Stern doesn't do that. Excuse me, everyone. I got to sneeze. But you know, I'm just a I'm just me. So I feel like I got to sneeze. But um, you know, he, when he gave that speech, he was really out there fighting for the sanitation workers. And there he was. I mean, the the guy just was was incredible. And that speech, in many ways, to me, is the greatest speech of all time, other than, you know, Jesus Christ maybe giving a speech about the Ten Commandments to us all. But, I mean, it really, really is remarkable. And when you think about those violent times, here we are. And sometimes you think, well, they're gone. But then you look at Uvalde, and you look at these schools – and you look at what happened to the Capitol. You know, the whole Capitol story could have been different if Vice President Pence had said, no, there's it's, stopped, it's a stop to steal. And if he had gone the other way, think about the violence that would have happened that day. And no telling where this country would be, right? And so... Um, you know i think vice president pence i mean whether you're a democrat or republican you gotta call it like you see it and that's what i do and thank goodness he was there to say no 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 you know and he avoided that whole thing and probably because he was trying to save his own life it's crazy times Crazy times. So I think it's important for us to really remember Dr. King and to have these marches to celebrate his life. That way, in some small way, we can learn these lessons, and then we can stop and look at you know Ukraine and say, God, the people there just want to live. They just want to live like normal people. Um, One of my employees, colleagues here, uh, is from Ukraine. Her parents are there, and they live in the capital, Kiev, and they just lost their power because most of the fighting has been on the eastern part and they lost their power and now it's it's becoming very very difficult for them so let's pray for ukraine we have another caller already though it is adrian nieto adrian are you there hi everybody
8: i just wanted to add my two cents at the holiday please Wish do Wish a happy and merry christmas there's a lot of need in the world for Uh, The spirituality and the positivity that we can add with our prayers to those affected either by poverty or war, famine. There's so much going on in the world, and I really do believe that our positive thoughts and our prayers and whatever we can do in the community like you do, uh, Gilbert, is very significant, very much needed, and very important
0: agent you are a gentleman that is so nice of you uh i appreciate you listening to the show and i really appreciate you calling in and what strikes you the most when you look at the world and what you know what what do you get you know what what keeps you going and prevents you from just sort of throwing in the towel and saying oh my god there's just been another shooting somewhere
8: Right. Well, my faith, I was fortunate enough to be raised by a decent family. I wasn't raised in the gutter. I wasn't raised in the streets. I, I did have a, a pretty strong religious upbringing up until up to the elementary mm-hmm. school years. So that's number one. Number two, um, just being at this stage in my life, I, my wife and I are granted time. Uh, I'm in my 60s, and I just want a decent world for young people to grow up in. I really don't care so much for myself anymore because I've lived a full, healthy, long, happy life. But the little kids that are coming up need a good education. They need fresh air, clean water, a a good upbringing so that we can move forward as a society and a civilization.
0: Those are beautiful words. And you know, when I reflect, I think you're right. There's something about, you know, maybe it takes us all a, a period of time whether you get to your 40s or 50s or 60s or maybe longer, to where a certain maturity happens and sets in and you start thinking about things bigger than yourself. And maybe that's why the call to philanthropy is, is so strong and it's been strong for me and my family. And so I really appreciate you sharing that with us in Houston. And what I'm going to do, I'm going to give you the last word. What do you want to say to Houston right now on all five stations that you're talking to?
8: I want everybody to have a happy Christmas. When you get out on the streets, please drive carefully. You know, we, we take a very big risk when we get behind these very powerful uh, machines called automobiles, and, and let's not use use them recklessly.
0: Amen for that Thank you for calling on the show Very wise words You know About the power of these cars When you think about Some of the physics equations And mass times acceleration And I don't even remember them all But at the end of the day A human being Getting in front of that car Is not going to win That battle with that car And so please drive carefully And when you're the driver you got a responsibility To us all To drive carefully And soberly Is that a right word? Soberly? Or sober? (laughs) I don't know Thank you for calling my friend you're a real gem thank you daisy thank you gilbert yes amen do we have another caller already here we go what did we got show me the name her name is renee renee is there a renee on the line miss renee or mr renee renee a
9: tip one
0: renee are you there
9: Hi, Gilbert. Can you hear me?
0: I can hear you. Great, Renee. You have me. Gilbert Garcia, and every time I say that when someone calls in, I have to say a tip from Gilbert, talk inspiration and prayer, with Miss Teresa Brewer of the Black Heritage Society. Of course, they do many things in the community, including the 45th annual original MLK Parade, MLK Junior Parade, coming downtown. Let me just give that date. It's on January 16th from 10 to 5, but the actual parade is at what? At 10, 10 a.m.? Okay. And it's right there. It starts at 900 Smith? Yes. At 900 Smith. It's really right around downtown. But go ahead, Renee. What do you got for me or Miss Brewer?
9: Yes, yeah, sir. I had a question for Miss Brewer. Please. Miss um, Brewer, do you see the same will and fight for civil rights Martin Luther King Jr. possessed carry over into the younger generation?
1: Yes. We just, we see it. The youth are grabbing hold to it. Uh, Mr. Gilbert did talk about the millennia. And they are they're getting on board, they're understanding democracy. But we all have to continue to push. And we all have to continue to, as he said, to educate, empower ourselves, and move forward. But I do see it. But it does need to be brought out.
0: Amen. I think that, uh, Ms. Renee, you know, at my house, we talk about these issues, and we have when my kids were younger, because I want them to be aware of the world around them. I want them to know what's happening, and I want to ease their fears, but yet prepare them for when they become decision-makers and hopefully that they can make wise decisions for everybody. What are your views, Renee? What do you see out there in the world when you talk to young people and, and how to get them engaged?
9: I see the children are partaking in understanding of Martin Luther King and all the other civil rights activists that um, helped us throughout those years. And I do see them being a lot more concerned and a lot more um, willing to learn about what's going on nowadays. And it's just so beautiful for the children to want to know and want to be educated about things that's other than, you know, Peppa Pig or anything other, you know, the cartoons of that sort. Right. So it's it's a great thing.
0: We got we got to get them off of video games and 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 get them back into learning totally. and thinking about what's around them and again thinking about something bigger than themselves. That's the key, and that way you can you know leave the world a better place than how you got here. Uh, I think that's wonderful, Miss Renee. Are you an, an an educator or
9: anything like that? Oh uh, no, sir. I'm just a beautiful child of the Lord that wants to see justice continue. I love that.
0: A beautiful child of the Lord. You know what? Aren't we all? We must be related. And you know what? We're all related in God's eyes, aren't we? absolutely yeah we all are uh i think that is beautiful uh i love how you said that well miss renee i sure hope you call in again because uh you're very thoughtful and i love hearing i can feel the love through this microphone and this uh uh, what do you call this headpiece uh earphones i can feel the love so thank you and i'm going to give you the last word what do you want to say to all of houston on kwwj kcoh on KYOK, Sangeet, and Aliento. What do you want to say to all those stations and all those listeners right now, as well as social media and all the other new things we got going?
9: To everyone, I love you guys. I pray that you all have a happy holidays, a safe holidays. Remember that we all need each other, and we are all leaning on each other, and there is no fight that is big enough for any of us, as long as we got God in our corner.
0: Woo! Amen. Thank you for calling, Ms. Renee. We really appreciate it. No Thank fight. You guys. I wish I could have wrote that down. No fight is too big as long as we have God in our corner. Yes. Is that what she said? Yes. Mr. Producer, was that what it was? Yes. yes. Okay. We got. I mean, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. You know, I want to just like borrow that. Um, of right. course, and I'll give proper attribution. Uh, I want to play something because I noticed every time on July 4th they always play the. Um, not play the newspaper always prints the Constitution or things like that, and I think we should always listen to the Martin Luther King speech you know once a year. We all need to listen to it, no matter what color you are or what race or what religion, because it really is a speech of just um, love and kindness and people working together and what 's interesting is how labor and the labor movement and the civil rights movement were really you know intertwined together. And the labor movement was, you know, part of the whole organization effort for that wonderful speech and that amazing day. And speaking of labor, I happen to have visited the house of Mr. Claude Cummins, Jr., who's the head of the CWA uh, workers. And I don't know if you all know that every year at his home, he has all these lights and he sends out invitations. invitation to so you're free to drive by and see my house. And uh, so I took my wife. It's the first time we went. And I mean, there are lights everywhere on that front yard. And it's just beautiful. And it, it just feels like christmas going to his house so of course we had to do the latino thing that we do my wife and i we got got off the car and walked up to the house and they invited us in with open arms and we hung out with their relatives and family and uh and one of his relatives are you ready for this is 103 years young mammy i think is what they call her 103 years young is that unbelievable and you know what she looks great I mean, she's able to just, I mean, you look like she's ready to go out dancing or go g- drive a car. I mean, she's unbelievable. And so God has definitely blessed her and that whole family. And so I just want to give a shout out to them and religions in their blood and faith as he is one of the gospel singers of one of his uh, one of the local groups here. And his son, Claude Cummins III, of course, runs Victory International Church. And they are always doing something. Whether it's turkey giveaway, I've helped a few times, or whether it's they had a big furniture giveaway. I mean, my goodness, there are good people in the world. And the truth, if you open your eyes, You don't have to look that far for them because they're all around us. There are good people in the world. And speaking of good people, that's Miss Teresa Brewer. You're just such a kind lady. And no wonder you're head of the Black Heritage Society. And no wonder you do all this work related to Martin Luther King. Who inspired you? Was your parents? Or how did you get involved with everything?
1: Well... It was from childhood. I was a fan of uh, Barbara Jordan, mm-hmm. and uh, we went. My mother took us to the Capitol, so we got a chance to see the Capitol. And ever since then, I've just been in love with um, the work of uh, our political leaders. And being a nurse, caring about people, it just kind of go hand in hand.
0: Barbara Jordan's another one that was just yes. just all good. And what a brilliant lady. I'm mean, a brilliant person. She was just brilliant. Yes. Uh, oh, my goodness. Let's do this. Let's play the I Have a Dream speech. Because, listeners, if you have the patience to hear it, and it's not that long, there's going to be something that touches you. I just know it. So just trust me when I say, here comes some of the most incredible spoken words of all time to present to you, Dr. Martin Luther King, Jr. There must have been a million people on that White House lawn listening to this very speech. I am happy to join with you
7: today in what will go down in history as the greatest demonstration for freedom in the history of our nation. The life of the Negro is still sadly crippled by the manacles of segregation and the chains of discrimination. One hundred years later, the Negro lives on a lonely island of poverty. I have a dream that one day this nation will rise up and live out the true meaning of its creed. My poor little children will one day live in a nation where they will not be judged by the color of their skin, but by the content of their character. I have
5: a dream today.
0: Let's get chills. Let's continue on. I, I know we missed some of the speech, but let's keep going.
7: Shall be exalted. And every hill and mountain shall be made low, the rough places will be made plain, and the crooked places will be made straight, and the goal of the Lord shall be revealed, and all flesh
0: shall see it together. This is our hope. Man, it's just it's just unbelievable. With
5: this faith, we will be able to hew out of the
7: mountain of despair a stone of hope. With this faith, From the mighty mountains of New York, let freedom ring from the heightening Alleghenies of Pennsylvania, let freedom ring from the snow-capped Rockies of Colorado, let freedom ring from the curvaceous slopes of California, but not only that. Let freedom ring from Stone Mountain of Georgia. Let freedom ring from Lookout Mountain of Tennessee. Let freedom ring from every hill and mole hill of Mississippi, from every mountain. In every city, we will be able to speed up that day when all of God's children, black men and white men, Jews and Gentiles, Protestants and Catholics, will be able to join hands and sing in the words of the old Negro spiritual. Free at last, free at last. Thank God
0: Almighty. Woo! What a speed! Don't uh, you never get tired of that, right? I mean, it's just. It just touches you right here, and I know we didn't get to play the whole thing in its entirety, but I will, uh, closer to Martin Luther King Day uh, and Martin Luther King Parade, what an incredible story, and I hope to bring forth uh, some of the great words of Gandhi, some of the great words of Cesar Chavez and others, as we really want to highlight, you know, people of peace in these troubled times. But I know we have another speak uh, a caller already. Is there an Ernie on the line? Ernie? I'll jump for you now. Ernie, is there an Ernie on the line? Miss Ernie. Or Mr. Ernie. Ernie? A tip one. Ernie, are you there? Yes. What do you got for me? Gilbert Garcia, a tip from Gilbert or Miss Teresa Brewer of the Black Heritage Society.
10: Hello, Miss Brewer, and hello, Gilbert. So hello. Thankful. To have you guys uh, being such an inspiration on a Monday before the holidays.
0: Well, uh, it's our pleasure. It's our pleasure. Thank you for calling in. And what do you want to say to Houston or what do you have for us?
10: I want to uh, really thank anyone that is a first responder, particularly anyone in the industry of the medical uh, field that is um, really. Challenged right now because, as you know, the flu and any uh, any variant of COVID is very strong right now. And so, I believe that uh, asking people to take care of their health and be uh, cognizant of others is so important. So, I appreciate everything again from our first responders and i wanted to also say um gilbert all the things that you do to help communicate to the community and allow people to speak and speak up is so vital and um i think i wanted to also uh, mention that you were so um appreciative of everything that Campbell marshall has done and he celebrated his 70th birthday and you were a big uh help in his celebration and i know that channel 2 was very uh Thankful because they uh, aired it and said wonderful things, but most importantly, you recognize somebody so humble giving back to the community, and everyone appreciates that. Thank you so much.
0: Well, Miss Ernie, thank you. I'm going to give you the last word in a moment, but I'm going to comment more on what you just said because Canberra Marshall is a good friend of mine, and we got especially close when we were both the co heads of the uh, Race for the Cure, the Coman Race for the Cure on breast cancer. And I became sort of at that time period, you know, sort of the breast cancer man out there. So we were on TV, radio, all those things. And you know what, Ernie and Miss Brewer, you don't realize how many people are touched by breast cancer till you have a position like that. And then so many people felt comfortable to tell me, Gilbert, I appreciate what you're doing because I'm a survivor. My mother was a survivor. My friend was a survivor. My neighbor was a survivor. And all of these people were hugging me, telling me. Um, you know, that they knew someone or they had battled cancer. You don't realize how much cancer is out there, which is why we all got to hold hands in this uh, chain of humanity because we, uh, you know, we all will go through ups and downs of life. And somewhere along the line, things touch us all, no matter who we are. And Canberra Marshall is just one of those crown jewels of Houston. Talk about just a, a wonderful icon and just a great, great person. And I don't mean he's out there boasting or screaming or this or that. No, he's just a good, humble human being that helps organizations. He's been on probably, I don't know, 30 nonprofit boards from time to time, serving as the uh, chair of the board on many of them, whether it's the YMCA, Big Brothers, Big Sisters, you name it. And nobody ever really does things for him, He mainly because he says, no, don't do anything for me. But we had to do something yesterday. So about 14 of us or so had a private dinner with him and his lovely wife. And how cool is this? So we go to Carrabba's, and I'm not trying to give commercials to anyone, but Carrabba's, of course, it has great food, and that's the starting point of any successful restaurant. Founded in 1986, and there were Johnny and Rosie Caraba waiting for us and waiting for him and they gave him this wonderful book of stories about the family the caraba family and the recipes signed by johnny caraba with his wonderful words and we read it out loud to everyone and there they were with us what a treat and what great history to all be together. So I appreciate you for mentioning that, Ernie, because, uh, Cameron, you're probably, you know, busy on the air right now or something like that, but just know that Houston loves you and we hope you have another 70 years because we're not ready to let you go. Uh, so thank you for that, Ernie. So Ernie, I'm going to give you the last word here before I come back to Miss Brewer. What's the, what do you want to share with Houston here on all these stations here on a Monday morning, right before Christmas? What do you want to share?
10: I want to share the fact that um, this, all of these uh, efforts uh, regarding everyone coming onto your show and your show in general is reaching out to diverse individuals, and I want to say Happy Hanukkah. I want to say Happy Hanukkah and Merry Christmas to all the diverse individuals we have out there celebrating the holidays, uh, whatever religion and or whatever faith we are all in this together and we need to stay together and be as loving and caring and open to everyone and uh lbgtq are celebrating in different ways and we just need to be aware and i think that's what your show does gilbert it it, it makes people understand that the beauty of everything is to uh, care about others
0: Amen. Ernie, those are great, great words. I'll leave it there with you. Thank you so much for sharing that all with us. And yes, happy Hanukkah. I believe it starts today to all of our friends in the Jewish community. And so, Ms. Brewer, as we start to wrap up, it's hard to been an hour, right? Can you believe it's been an hour? You're, you're like say, what do you mean? Didn't I just start? Uh, Ms. Brewer, you know, it is really wonderful what the Heritage Society does. Give us the whole thing, because when is the big gala, the big dinner that you have?
1: Yes, thank you again. Give us everything. Thank you again for allowing us to be involved and being on your show. Heck yeah. So, Saturday, June the 14th, 2023, that's going to be the Black Heritage Society Gala. Then, on January the 15th, we're going to have the Martin Luther King Gospel Fest concert. And, last but not least, the greatest, January the 16th, 2023. We will have the original 45th Martin Luther King Parade, downtown Houston. Please visit our website at www.blackheritagesociety.net for the location and the time. You can also reach us at 281 405 zero 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 six mr gibber garcia we just give you a great shout out and thank you for all that you do in the community
0: thank you madam and again just a reminder you can you can key up whitney houston it's free to the public please come and we're honoring of course our grand marshal mayor sylvester turner can you imagine being mayor during the pandemic my goodness thank you mayor for all you do co-grand marshal reverend dr Derek king Co-Grand Marshal Memorial Tribute to the late John Bland, and what a great man he was. I knew him well. And the Co-Grand Marshal, Dr. Camille Cash. Dr. Cash, we thank you for all that you do in the community. You can tee that up. This is Whitney Houston's One Wish for Christmas. No one could sing like Whitney, right? Oh Right? I mean, she's just It's unbelievable. Come together as one. We'd all come together as
5: one You
0: know it ain't about all those material things. One wish for Christmas. There'd be joy and peace here on earth. If I had one wish for Christmas this year, we would all come together as one. We would all come together as one. Houston, say something nice to somebody when you see him on the street or you see somebody walking in the elevator. You wish them a happy holiday, whatever they are, whoever they are. Say something good. Do something nice for somebody. This is Gilbert Andrew Garcia of A Tip from Gilbert. Talk inspiration and prayer saying, I'll see you next time. Facebook, social media. As we start to wrap up, you know, this was one of my favorite shows there, Miss Brewer. I really mean it. It's number one, I just love you. You got this aura of goodness all around you, or, or maybe it's that beautiful silver outfit that's just shining on me. But at the end of the day, you got this aura of goodness about you. I know the Black Heritage Society. I've been to your your gala, how wonderful people are and how warm everyone makes you feel. I remember Reverend Dixon was there as the, I don't know the right word, keynote speaker or the, grand, the, the, the main person, and excuse me. He gave such an inspiring speech to us all. And the parade, of course, is just a brotherhood of togetherness, of goodness. And my firm wants to be one of those uh, parade people, and we're going to figure out what car we're going to do or what float we're going to do. And it's always amazing to celebrate Dr. Martin Luther King because I think he stood for goodness and love. And the more we have goodness and love in this world, the better off the world is going to be. It's that simple. And so I want to give you the last word. Number one, I want you to just again because we're on social media now, uh, just give all those key dates again. Just run by again the key grand marshals and co-grand marshals again, all your events, and then I just want you to give your uh, your wish for Christmas here in Houston to everyone. And you please look straight into the camera to them.
1: Thank you, again. Mr. Gibber Garcia, you do it's such a you're such a hard act to follow, number uh. one. So <laughs> let me just uh, do as I'm told and I just want to start off that the um 45th original Martin Luther King parade will start this January the 16th, 2023. That is downtown Houston, Smith and Lamar Street. And we are honored to have as our Grand Marshal Mayor Sylvester Turner. We also have our co-Grand Marshal, that Miss Doctor Reverend Derek King. He is the nephew. He is the nephew of the late Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. We have a memorial tribute for the late John W. Bland, as well as our other co-grand marshal, Dr. Camille Cash. We, uh, we are honored to have everyone. We want Houston to come out and support in a big way, and the public is invited. Our other festivities for the weekend, the federal holiday weekend, include Saturday, June the 14th. We're going to have the gala. That will start at 6 p.m. We're going to have the Martin Luther King Gospel Fest concert. That is June January the 15th, 2023. Please visit our website at www.blackheritagesociety.net for all the locations and time, as well as call our telephone, telephone number 281 281- 405 Again, this is the opportunity that we celebrate the life and legacy of Dr. Martin Luther King and what hope he gives us that continues to press forward here in the future. The hope that each generation can have freedom. As he said, I have a dream freedom ring we thank you gibba garcia for allowing us to celebrate with you we want to all communities to join us and just have a wonderful time thank you and as others say we love you houston Woo!
0: we love you houston i'm going to borrow my whitney houston lyric one more time which is (laughs) if i had one wish for christmas There would be joy and peace here on earth. If I had one wish for Christmas this year, we would all come together as one. That is my wish. This is Gilbert Andrew Garcia of A Tip from Gilbert, Talk Inspiration and Prayer. We're here on KWWJ, Keep Walking with Jesus. We're on KYOK, the original KCOH, The Source, Radio Aliento Radio, and Sangeet Radio. And we will see you next time. This is Gilbert Andrew Garcia. Listen to my radio show, A Tip from Gilbert. Talk, inspiration, and prayer every Monday from 11 a.m. till noon on Houston's Gospel Leader, KWWJ. 1360 AM, and streaming live on kwwj.org. Listen on the legendary KYOK 1140 AM, and streaming live on kyokradio.org. KCOH, 1230 AM, The Source. On San Geek Radio, 95.1 FM, 1460 AM. And Aliento Radio, 101.7 FM, and 1540 AM. Call in at 25708075 and follow me on social media see you then